Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage. And Donut sucks. <laughs> so yeah. does Lucas and okay. Megan. They're all sucking together. <laughs> that's a much better. That's a much better image a, than the that's last a, one. That's actually, cleaner than the, <laughs> the, the last one. So in the house today we have Liza. Also we have Doug. Yeah, what's up? Adrian. Hello. Knock. Hi, Knock. And Josh. Hey. And that's it. Yeah. Because and they abandoned us. Bosley and Josie. Right. Yep. yep. That's all right. So they didn't do shit today. And, well, Lucas ain't here, so we can't blame the dog's farts on him. <laughs> no. I changed the dog pit. It's been bad, a bad week. So just oh, warning really? y'all. Just, just warning y'all. That's why they Thanks for the four, fair, four, four, five. Oh, okay. fair warning. So. Despite not uh, having anybody for podcast, it was a pretty packed day today. Yeah. I know. Uh, the before the webpage, we. S- man. Before we start getting into what we did today, I want to hear about uh, a little past event. Josh, your first day dirt biking. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. We went on Wednesday uh, down in Hollister just for the day. So this oh, yeah, guy totally. does wheelies, and this uh, first day dirt biking was last week? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So what'd you ride? Um, I rode Liza's 280 Honda. XR, yep. And um, I also brought up my 125 Chinese pit bike, (laughs) which uh, handled the trails actually exceptionally well for what I was expecting. I cannot believe you actually took that on trails. I thought you'd take it on like the little track. I took it on a pretty big climb too. Yeah. When it got up the first time and then second time the bumps got me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I sat on that thing to fit. I have to slide my ass all the way back and then the whole thing just the suspension goes yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's a, pretty, it's it's a pretty little pit bike, you know. <laughs> yeah, some of those bumps are actually taller than your bike. It's yeah. meant for like nine-year-olds to learn. I'm glad you brought bike. it here because whenever I see one, I'm tempted, tempted to buy it. I'm like, that looks so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> now oh, I know uh, not to. Yeah. yeah that's so, cool. how was your dirt biking? It was awesome, yes. Okay, that's great. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, we want to hear about lessons learned and crashes hmm well i i only dropped the the full-size bike once and it was on a really sandy trail and it was just everyone was kind of falling all over the place so why did you oh this this was your little hill climb that you took me to oh you the diet yeah so okay so there was like five of us out and i'm like hey michael follow me and everybody followed. And so we're going up. Michael and I made it up just fine. But then we had Mason and Josh and other Michael that was there. They, and job, Mike, uh, Silvier, and I got back down to the bottom. We look up on the hill, and there's four bikes down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. I, we, just, I just meant for Michael to, to follow me. We yeah, have to name everybody. that. What should we call that? I mean, I've just been calling it Diagonal Hill Climb. Call it Ha Ha Point. Oh, I know. No, no, no. We'll call it... Um, the lever graveyard. Lever graveyard. Yeah. Sure. You go up there, there's levers all over the place. Lever. Okay. So you went up the lever graveyard yeah. and they fall. You went up the fall, lever graveyard? Yeah. Well, I was on that on my pit bike and I, I didn't fall. I didn't fall on that, but I got stuck in the sand. And the then boulder you have to go over is as big as your bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty funny. And so Michael and I just sat at the bottom and kind of just watched everybody. And then, and then, um, laugh. Jay, uh, Fushi just like, pulls over and starts taking a leak <laughs> at the top there. <laughs> it was pretty funny. 
Um, oh, when you got to go, you got to go. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say. Oh, let Josh. What else? Sorry, I interrupted your story. Uh, so what? What did you You're talking learn? About? How did you adjust? Oh, uh, how was it different? Um, well, I've done a lot of like mountain biking and dirt BMX type riding. So like a lot of the body position or like hitting bumps or like wheeling off the bumps and stuff kind of came really natural and it just that the hard things for me were like spinning the rear through turns with with throttle right. mm. that just doesn't steering with the rear wheel i know i yeah. know i don't know that was my hard thing but i don't know just try to ride the banks and just keep tr- keep pushing not too hard but you know so um keep I trying wasn't, new things i wasn't there unfortunately some of us actually have real jobs <laughs> um but one thing I noticed that mountain bikers and those sorts who come over to dirt riding, um, were you doing like the compressed the front suspension in turns and stuff like that? Hmm. You shouldn't. I'm just yeah, maybe sure you... maybe a little, possibly. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've seen them because they'll try and store up the kinetic energy. I was probably for the using next... too much front brake for compared to other people. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, the, the funny thing, well, my... <laughs> it was a lot of funny things happened that day, but uh, Sarah and I decided to go climb Twin Hills, right? So mm-hmm. I put the two-stroke away, and I get on the pink pony because I want a four-stroke, right? And so, like, <laughs> well, early, <laughs> earlier in the day, Mason was riding that thing, and the seat, co- whoops, the seat comes flying off while he's riding it, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is the seat falling off? I'm like, uh, you know, uh, Adrian doesn't really maintain that bike as maybe well as his other bike. Um, That's understating it. And so (laughs) looks at it every once in a while. So I I get on the, the pink pony, which is a DR 250 and, um, you get the third time attempting the hill climb, I fall over and the seat comes off and I'm pissed and I'm like, Adrian, damn it, put the bolts back in your bike. And I'm just, I'm, I'm actually cursing you, but I'm actually cursing myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So I take the seat and I huck it halfway down the hill because <laughs> I'm just pissed off. So I stand the bike up. That explains why in the pictures I said, why is there a seat halfway down the hill? Because <laughs> it's so dusty. Nothing's working. There's no traction and the hill is defeating us. I'm just pissed off. So we got, I get halfway back down the hill and pick the seat up and you know ride down. And, and we call it quits for that day. And uh, later on, uh, get on my two-stroke again. And the, the five or six of us head back out. And we stop. And what happens? My my seat falls off the two stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, <laughs> so yeah, I had, I had a like major foot and mouth syndrome. The irony um, in front, like venting in front of everybody and throwing the seat. Now, so that was kind that of that explains a, why your seat was taped on and you. Yes, that's, that, tell that's me why, why my tape my seat was taped on. Yeah. Also, nice. Mike got two flat rear tires. Yeah, two rear what? flat tires. Yeah. Blamed Megan because she sold him the tube at Wheel Ride. Oh, Blamed sh- Megan. <laughs> you sold me a shitty tube, and then like. <laughs> he paid he paid the the fault line the store there uh like 50 bucks or something to change his tire because uh, they had to dismount you know sure. change, change the tube and then and then remount so and then like half an hour later the thing is flat again yeah so i don't know i mean he seemed kind of quick to blame everybody else for that but <laughs> i don't know uh, tire pressure uh, i think didn't have a rim lock maybe i think or, maybe yeah, he, not yeah that rim strip maybe, that yeah. rub that rim strip yeah, yeah didn't get put back in there or maybe he never removed the thing that flattened his tire in the, yeah. the, the oh, tube right. in the first it may have been something stuck in the tire yeah pebble or something so, like that. i don't know he was he was kind of pissed off i could tell yeah 
Yeah. That was his but, first day you know, out. So. <laughs> we, we got everything back to Santa Cruz, and I'm sure it'll be fine. And you yeah, took, I did get my seat back, too, apparently. You took Mason. It was his second time. How'd he do? First time. Yeah, first time. Second time. No. James was... James, James, was w- James went... Tweedledee came the first time, and Tweedledum came this, this time. Okay. Yeah, he, he said it was his first time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did pretty well. Yeah, he was riding the pink pony, too. And, he, yeah, he did pretty well. So, it was a lot of fun. Uh... You need to maybe redo the forks on that thing. <laughs> on, the pink, on the pink pony? Yeah. Uh, there's not much that can be done for him. Yeah. yeah. It just feels like there's nothing but air in maybe, there. Maybe just put fluid in it. <laughs> yeah, maybe just refill it. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Let's just wing it. it. Let's just put some motor oil or something. Something. Glasses <laughs> uh, um, in there. Do you happen to bolt the seat back on, or should I look at that too? Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. I... Put it back on and got back down. I, I can't remember what we did. Okay. Now, why did you choose the pink pony to try the hill climb? <laughs> I wanted more, more low suck. end. You, you don't think my 280 can make it? I, I don't know. Okay. I just picked a bike. Okay. <laughs> just curious. Getting defensive? No, I just, I'm wondering if... Yeah, you're tweeting. If my no, 280 would do it or I didn't not. walk up to yours and be like, hmm, you know what? No. I just, <laughs> I just, picked, I I just picked a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into what we did today? Yeah, go ahead. Well, we'll start with what we did yesterday. Just quick, Nock and I oh. had a nice ride up the coast yeah. for lobster rolls and she had sea bugs, bloody Mary. I had, I had sea cephalopod. Oh, it was good. It was pretty, nice so ride. It was a pretty good crab roll. Nock, are you, you know, there's that old saying, you are what you eat. So are you a. I'm a squid. Yeah. 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 Let me tell you about that. (laughs) Spineless. I'm totally spineless. Spineless squid. Arms dangling around like this. It was nice, and there was cops uh, heading up, but every biker told us. Yeah. Every biker gave us the pat the head signal, except for the last one right before the cops. And then I'm like, what a fucking jerk. (laughs) Like the last 50 guys tapped their head on the last one right before I get to the cops. And they were running. The Nothing. Show there just too. a hey, how you doing? They had the the oh. two cars set up where the one in front, one behind, so one would radar, the other one would chase, kind of thing. So this brings up a, a question I have for everyone. Um, of course, I was waving to everyone as I agreed I would try to do. <laughs> of course, most of the Harleys didn't wave back. But um, what do we do about the Can-Ams? Uh, I was confused. I'm like, do uh, we wave? I, was, I, was I consider them a three-wheeled car. Yeah. You know what? I was going with what you say. Like, if you weigh first, you lose. So with those especially, <laughs> let, let them weigh first. You know? So. So you, you wave to misdirect them and have them fall off the cliff. Right. So, <laughs> and I, yeah, I was pondering this. Oh, my gosh. Here comes a cannon. What do I do? If I wave first, this will be so embarrassing, right? So, of course, I wave. They didn't wave. It's like, damn you. But I then when we come back, I think I saw another one. And I decided, here's what I'm going to do. I won't wave. I won't even be prepared to wave. I'll be prepared to head nod back if they wave. So just have the head nod ready. That's all. That's all. <laughs> this is, I think, uh, we have to come to a mutual agreement. Like, we now have to wave at Bergman's, but not at the Rebel I 250s. think you're way overthinking it. <laughs> you're, yeah. Yeah. Just keep it simple. Just don't wave. <laughs> More than, it's a can Sorry, can riders. Yeah, I, I don't believe it's a motorcycle, and I'm not going to wave at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two wheels wave. More than two wheels don't. Well, what about mm-hmm. a sidecar? Sidecar, the sidecar cool. is a motorcycle See, with a sidecar. Cool, a sidecar, when it's turning, is two wheels. Yes, if it's yeah, yes, yeah, if it's <laughs> off one of the wheels, certainly. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, yeah, I do. I overthink these things, but when you're taking a nice leisurely ride up the coast, 
these this is what you do. Dude, tell us what you think. Email us at RecycleMotorcycleGarage <laughs> at gmail.com. If you have a Can-Am and you want to rant at us, email us at Motorcycles yeah. and Misfits. Yeah. Should we no. wave at Can-Ams? We should all mutually agree we on this Doug so we're not Adrian scattered. Beef especially. <laughs> I, I, I don't ever see them, so I don't, I don't really know. I don't think oh, I've ever... They're everywhere where the cool sport bikes aren't. Well, that's yeah, good. I only yeah. really see them on one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I see them on one, and that's it. I may have seen one on the end of thirty-five. Yeah. But I think they were filming a commercial for them. Actually, is what it was. So also yesterday before lunch, I bought a bike and I sold a bike. Yeah. Is that step eleven or twelve? <laughs> <laughs> So first I sold the Sabre on Craigslist. So I wanted to just say I ranted about Craigslist dingbats and dealing with them. And I just, I had even more of them. And no, they weren't Megan and her fake IDs. These were just even more ding-dongs. Um, so I raised the price. to I raised the price 100 bucks on the bike, on the ad, for dealing with douchebags. Just, yeah. The ones who make appointments and don't show up and that kind of stuff. And then don't even have the decency to respond when you say, hey, uh, it's a half hour since you were supposed to be here. I have somebody who's interested who wants me to call him. If you're not coming, can you please confirm if you're coming or not? No response. That's just, there, there's no etiquette at all dealing with Craigslist. Yeah, that's just being a good person. And then there was the bike that I was all hot and wanted to buy. The XR 650? Yes. Who no, left it up all week until the 600? ad expired. Yeah. 600R. It was a 650. What year? It was a 650. It was a 650. Yeah. I don't think they make a 600, do they? Um, no, they made a 600R. Yeah. But they left, the, they left the ad up until yeah, it expired. Like Maybe they sold it. I don't know, but just didn't respond to inquiries. Uh, again, the etiquette thing, you know. Kids these days. Yeah. Take it down. Take it down or at least say, sorry, sold. Yeah, it takes two seconds to hit reply. Because I know that um, today, James, he was interested in that CBR and he says, I don't think I'm going to get it. The guy hasn't responded. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's my rant. But while I was on Craigslist looking for the XR, I happened upon another one, which, damn it, I had to buy. Just fell into your lap. <laughs> yep. <sighs> and so what is it? It's a 83. XR, XR 350. 350 R. Right. R. R. Whose name is Salvador? Salvador. Why? So, um, <laughs> Why guy wanted six fifty. Melty off of it. <laughs> bit I droopy. tried to because I've been ranting and complaining about people like lowballing me without seeing it and this and that. So I kind of collectively took all the things. I, I wasn't a hypocrite, and I said, "Hey, would you take five hundred? Here's why." This is my budget. I run a nonprofit garage, and I want to buy a bike as a loaner for all the people we're teaching to ride. There's my reason for lowballing. That's my budget. And I don't need to ask you any stupid questions about it. I will just come up, hand you cash, and take it away. What was he asking for it? 650 Okay. That's not really a lowball. That's a reasonable amount. I offered him 500 Yeah, exactly. That's so, a good, yeah, that's I said, a good said, margin. So, yeah, good margin. I, and I was, this was like... That's probably what he wanted to get for it. Yeah. Seven in the morning, the ad had just been put up two hours or three hours prior so um here it comes like 10 o'clock three, three hours have gone by no response i'm like fuck 
fuck? What is with these people who don't respond? Then I thought, well, persistence pays off. Went back on the ad, found that he had a phone number there, called him, he answered, Mm -hmm. and said, oh, yeah, sorry, I just haven't checked my email today. That just does not compute. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I was telling Knock. What do you, I answer emails within seconds, usually minutes of getting them. But um, no, no, that's pushing it. But I will so I just repeated. I repeated everything I was in the ad. Her, not all people have smartphones, and they I actually know, still have a computer, it. and they have to be at home to check their email instead of having an alert. It. You know. So. So I just told him everything I said in that, and he said, sure. I said, okay, well, we're riding up the coast in a few to go to lunch. We'll stop by. This was in Davenport, mm-hmm. next door to the Whale City Bakery. So we stopped and admired another XR650R there. No, it was an L. Oh, L plated, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Um, <clears throat> I saw some other bikes, and the guy was really cool. And bought it, didn't ask questions, loaded it up. It looks kind of dirty, very dirty. He, okay. Very outdoorsy. Very, <laughs> very outdoorsy. <laughs> very Santa Cruz. Oh. Very Santa Cruz. So he, he reeks of it's a coastal bike. Yeah. <laughs> oh. In the end, and then in person, when he was showing me the bike, he kept pointing out, it's all original. And I kind of said, you know, when you say it's all original, that just tells me I haven't replaced it's anything. It's an original piece of shit. <laughs> and, he, and he pointed out, no, look, even the bars are the original bars. I said, okay, once again, I'm going to point out to you, they're rusted and bent. That isn't a selling point. I'm just being nice. I'm not trying to <laughs> right. like It's not like a coll- It's not a collector's bike that gets deal. restored. I'm just letting <laughs> you know, in general, those are not good selling points. So we call it Salvador because... Uh, you know, after Mr. Dali, the artist, because the well, the the kickstand was bent in like three different ways, and the brake lever on the the front brake lever was you know bent almost yeah, it was de- like down and then noodle. back. It, yeah. yeah, and then, then the handlebars were bent in like three different ways, so it looked like it was melting all over. Yeah, so I, I just figured I, like um, Liza was showing it <laughs> off to me. Let's just call him Salvador. Um, I was looking at the chain, and there's like this goop. The sort of yeah. There's a big <laughs> layer of grease and dirt. Well, this, that's the waterproofing. <laughs> it was sort of clearish as well. I'm used to road grime, but this was like a clearish. Yeah, this I was vessel. Well, that's why I didn't clean thing. it all off of like the car because I think that's what's keeping all the leaks. Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> it's um, got a nice patina. So I, I just uh, <laughs> replaced. Uh, I lubed up the cables, replaced the broken levers, replaced the bent bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one 12 years old. Uh, because it's now broken again. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, God. So just, just, just did some basics, and then uh, it kick-started right up. It did, after slapping you in the foot a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Didn't uh, clean Honda the carbs, reliability, though. Didn't change the What's oil. Up? Didn't do jack. And it started right up, and it runs balls. I love it. Yeah, it, great. It, it runs great. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll have to take it on the trail. I was complaining but. about how the thing was super revvy and wasn't getting any poke around, you know. But uh, then you pointed out that the sprockets were smaller, right, on the front. Or yeah, the, the sprocket is smaller than on my two eighty. Yeah, but mm. no, it. You, Doug, you were pulling yeah. the wheel up. It, it wheel, it wheelies. Um, it crashes well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Durable. So here's what. Happened. Yeah, durable. Durable. <laughs> I was letting everyone try it out, take it down the street. This, that, and the other. The last one of the day was Luca. 
Oh, I heard him. I heard him go around the block, by the way, mm-hmm. which breaks the do not take unplated vehicles off of the street rule. Oh, but he had a helmet. It's totally fine. Oh, yeah. He, there and especially when going around the block means going around the police station. But we've had this discussion about police so stations. And I was inside bikes. the house. I heard a rev and a scream. Someone want to tell me what exactly what happened? He he was coming in from his ride, and he was coming. And he was coming right for us. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Andrew had his uh, Triumph Tiger yeah. parked right. Yeah, it really a brand new bike, basically fully loaded. Fully yeah. loaded, really nice. Bags, and he, Lucas comes towards us, and he tries to pop one last wheelie, but he pops it up to the left. And it came down on the left, and he washed out, yeah, and then yeah. skid about four feet into Andrew's yeah. tiger. He lifted the front wheel, and then to bring, because it was off cycle, off camber, he hit the rear to bring it down, and then hitting the rear, he washed the rear out. You can see the skids start and then slide sideways. And he, yeah, a t-shirt. And, and then you can see the front wheel lock just before it slams into the back of the Triumph. So he's got road rash, and I have a broken clutch lever. Yep. The one no. I just put on. Yep. And he wouldn't let us like take peroxide or lemon juice or vinegar or anything. Yeah, no salts or anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dang. Uh, and yeah, I, yeah, I heard a scream and I. Uh, yeah, Megan. Uh, I think that was Megan screaming about. Like, I thought if it's really bad, there'll be more screams. I had a buffer. I had like five people in front of me, you know. <laughs> so I looked up from what I was uh, doing when I heard the rev, and then I saw him crash. And I went right back to what I was doing. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm just not surprised. Left your carbs uh, for a second to protect mm-hmm. it from the damage. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. Well, hopefully, I'll get to the DMV this week and get that green sticker and it needs a rear tire which you have on I have order, on order uh-huh. which will be coming in this week cool and then i don't know how you, did you changed. get a tube you might as well just replace the tube yeah too. replace the tube I don't yeah know. just replace I mean, the tube hopefully they'll have them. oh so it was the tires that caused lucas to crash it was yeah, see, see, mm, like, no, what happened Lucas. was like if there was like four things that happened if like one of them didn't happen then I, I wouldn't have crashed man <laughs> so other things that happened today and we're saving the best for last oh, no. we're saving the best for last let's see Megan changed her clutch cable don't know why she didn't it was messed up no okay. it was yeah. no, you know it was not what it, it was I, it's the same one it's the, uh, the, the length adjustment one of the one of the nuts the nut kind of is broken and that's all it was and so we just went with with the, the, the original clutch cable and using the same nut it was just it, when the, when the when the thing broke off it gave another quarter inch of slack uh-huh. and we just tightened it up got rid of that slack Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Well, and now I she told has her an extra just, cable. Yeah, she has an extra cable. Tell her I told her just go get a new nut and you should be fine. Wow. Yeah. She yeah, didn't even chew me out for, you know, telling her to do it and wasting half a day. Yeah. Well, wow. Well, I think she's just happy that <laughs> because, um, after she put the tank and everything back out, she was getting fuel injection lights and stuff, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so did what, she forget? Uh, there was something that she forgot. What was it? Throttle position sensor or something? Uh, was no. it TPS? Um, it wasn't TPS. It was the airbox um, air sensor. Oh, the map? Uh, yeah. Okay. You know what? On the one hand, we can sit here and kind of snicker that she tried to replace something needed to be replaced. But on the other hand, I'm going to point out, especially as a chick, yes, for her, that she's not afraid to go dive Dude, into she, a bike oh, that she just yeah. bought that's perfectly running. No, that's cool. We're she, not snickering. actually man. pretty cool. We're not she snickering her at her. No, I did. But, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did her plugs no, as well. No, the fact that yeah. she just dives in and disassembles, because I remember... Even my own versus. I'm afraid shit. to take it apart. I don't want right. to take it apart. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, she's some boss mechanic shit. So that's pretty know? cool. So 
Even if she didn't know what she was doing, she did no, a good job. No, she did. She just you she, know, forgot yeah, to plug did. some stuff in. Yeah. yeah, she's learning those lessons. Um, so, uh, frickin' frack, um, Mason and James. Frickin' frack. <laughs> <laughs> MJ. That I put them on a, so I took in a GS, well, I thought it was a GS 550. <laughs> um, apparently, when you read the side of the the neck, it says it's a GS 450L. <laughs> right. Uh, I was told it was a GS 550. 100 whole CCs. Uh, oh. The L is for like, luxury. Yeah. <laughs> did you drop a cylinder somewhere? displacement, or? actually. Yeah. So this is a bike that was given to me. It was dropped off at a mechanic and um, not running, and... They, he checked it and said that the engine is seized, is not turning over, and the owner decided that they didn't want to pay him to try and fix it. It wasn't worth it. So she just said, I don't want it. I'm walking away. And somebody we have a relationship with, so he called me up and he goes, hey, they're willing to donate a bike. Do you want it? He knows this is a perfect bike for our program that somebody can adopt. We'll have to figure out what to do with it now. Cause well, now it runs, and so, I, think, I think we should just do a... a uh, garage bobber with it. Just Maybe. have a few kids play with it, and um, the only so, thing is, the seat is actually nice. I know that that would be the the crapper is just to take I, off well, that nice seat. That thing was smoking like a chimney too. Well, yeah, well, no, they so they actually oil. dumped a bunch of oil in the. So here's what we did because to get well, it to piston, so it was seized. It, like, like they put a lot of oil. That's uh, what they said. So okay. what we okay. did was I had them take out. It's a it's a twin. Had them yeah. take out the spark plugs <clears throat> and just dump a bunch of Marvel's mystery oil in That's there. That's what that smell was. Okay. I knew it wasn't motor oil. Yeah, I'm like yeah, that yeah. smells like mm-hmm. sea foam or something or okay. icy hot. I know. Like yeah, then we took the. <laughs> it yeah. smelled like a locker room. So much smoke coming out of the back of that I thing, was, dude. I was expecting a genie to pop out of the tailpipe and be like, you rang. Okay, yeah. You know? I, was, I was thinking like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you put the so, oil in there and you cycled it and then put the... Then um, I, they, I had him take off the side case cover and stick a wrench on there and a extension bar, like a breaker bar, and just stand on it just and it finally just so started the going. rings just got corroded or something and i guess so or something Probably up top um, something up and top as the we sat there just spinning spinning it just freed itself up wow uh put it all back together the battery is dead it just and then had, have it had an issue power. with the starter right that no uh, it's just the battery had no cranking power a, so we put yeah. another battery in and then once that charged up a bit, it had enough cranking yeah. power. I think it just needs to be run and flushed. And then it, they got it running, and it had a broken clutch lever, of which we're shorthanded right now in clutch levers. Mm-hmm. Um, just buy them in bulk from war. Nah, trust well, me. Yeah. Mason took one out of the drawer, a miscellaneous extra one, and had to file it down to fit into the slot. That's what he was doing in here. Yeah. Yes. And he did, and that's worked, a, that's and cool. they went and rode it around. So it's cool. making a very loud clinking sound. It sounds sound. like the seal, the header seal is not good anymore oh you mean the exhaust oh, from uh, the header. Uh, yeah okay. that's what it sounds like to me exhaust gasket from the header yeah yeah exactly but i think that uh frickin frack were pretty proud of themselves yeah that was cool they got it and i was like i'm gonna kind of i want to try and leave you guys to figure stuff out you're all thanks for getting my bike running boys <laughs> so now we have a running bike and it's signed over to me and it, it needs a license plate it has li- half of a license plate yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how we roll here. So yeah, we got to figure out. We do probably we... have extra license plate parts somewhere in a bin here. You just take one off the wall. Yeah. Or somebody has been putting in their time who who kind of is looking for another bike as well. Like 
Jake, maybe? I was thinking James, actually, but okay. James, James does not need another bike. Yeah. Maybe Jake. Jake needs a better project bike than that. <laughs> no, she needs one that's kind of ready to go. Yeah. That, that, that's pretty much ready to go. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. She, yeah. she can tinker and make it hers. You know, customize it. I mean, it has to go to somebody who's been putting in their time. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Or Not lately, Jake. Maybe we'll sell mm-hmm. it to pay me back for the group uh, dirt bike. Okay. Yeah. So should take it out to Hollister. We should just put some Navis on yeah, it. Exactly. Take it out to- Fuck it. <laughs> Try that hill climb. Maybe that would be a good uh, dirt bag bike. There you go. Not a dirty dirt bags, but dirt bag challenge. Yeah, dirt bike challenge. So, Knock, you worked on two bikes this weekend. Did I? I did. (laughs) I worked on my bike. It's been a long day. Uh, Man, I got two bikes to feed. I got two bikes to feed. But now I actually installed my uh, uh, driving lamp headlight on my XR. I had the wiring there, and I just actually installed the lights. And I go, hey, all right. Uh, It was it was like a thirty-five watt. You know, uh, H3 bulb, so it's not, it's essentially a fog lamp. But uh, I was surprised at how much light it was actually throwing out once you have a 100 watt stator putting juice into it. It's still a lot better than the stock XR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the stock XR looked like a dome light you put in a car. Or Pretty something. much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I rode it uh, at night for the first time last night, went off roading a little bit. I went to the. That little pathway by the lighthouse, mm-hmm. where uh, where all the dry grass is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Puts how how cool of you? In railroad tracks. Uh, I, he I rode on the, the railroad I tracks. I rode on the railroad tracks. That was fun. Um, I was actually durability testing the lights to see for that uh-huh. had to go out, uh-huh. <laughs> like you do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and that that was cool. I'm stoked. I can actually goon around at night now. But you also took on another project today. Yeah, I, I took on Evelyn's, um, what is that thing? It's uh, a CB550. CB550. Like a 74, I think? Yeah. I don't know. And as I understand, the bike is a temperamental to start. Yeah. Uh, the thing has pods, and, and it was probably too lean. I don't know. But the bike had been sitting around for more than eight, nine months. No, probably, she's about due, so probably about... Seven months. <laughs> Seven months? Yeah. Uh, okay. Something like oh, that. Oh, she stopped writing the... Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, we... It was gas. It was a gas issue. Right. We drained the we drained the bowls. Did you get it running? The bowls had we that, that gelatin Then we don't know that it. it's gas. Well... <laughs> um, yeah, I'm thinking... Evelyn was saying that the thing ran. Yeah. It was went. always hard starting. Douglas yeah. and I have both spent a lot of time yeah. on that thing. I mean, you put enough starting fluid in the pods to cause them to explode and catch on fire, which it didn't happen, but you put enough in there. Yeah. That we got a couple of It didn't matter the mixture yeah. that you would get something. Um, so I, my guessing is spark. Did she replace the spark plugs at all? Uh, no, the sp- there I was getting like orange weak spark on one of the she should heads, just but replace all the spark plugs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just for the the eliminate one possibility to be worth it. But yeah. spark plugs are three, four bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of it too, I was thinking like the gas in there was still pretty bad. I mean, well, did you put new gas in it though, right? No, no we didn't. no on her suggestion. Oh I told her not to. Yeah, because Why? I was using old gas on the XR three fifty. Stop that. That's what I was saying. I use old gas on everything today. You know, I, I, oh my I, God. I was thinking about her logic and it makes sense. Dude said he hadn't run the XR350 in a year. Right. It makes yeah. sense. But that's like, that's a single. It's a big bore, bigger bore sing, single. And and you have this 500 with four smaller cylinders. 
you know. It's all theory right now. Well, I know, but I mean, <laughs> right. it's a matter just of just ruling things out because we didn't have any guests. Because here. I was going off her what she's saying, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna fight this one. The, and by the time we were done, I was thinking we should have put some new fresh fucking gas in there. Yep. After well, or, the damn maybe not just throw a new gas in there. Just get the the IV. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I had, I the had fresh no, gas. No, you in had the you, That was your idea that we should have done, and I I don't know. I was just yeah. kind of going different directions. I should have. We're starting the pool. We're starting the pool right now. Oh, really? oh, what it is? Yeah. I'm still five, five, bucks. Um, five bucks. Five bucks. Fresh gas. It'll start up with a fresh battery. I'm, that's what I'm uh, thinking. No. Too. Don't change anything. No. Nope. No. I'll take five bucks. No. It's spark. Okay. No, I'm taking carb tuning. Well, then put money against me then. Yeah. Okay, carb tuning five bucks. All right. Yeah. So right. it's either it's either fresh it's gas cool. or not. That, that's okay. all there is. <laughs> Your fresh gas. I'm saying. I'm tuning the carb. Five dollars. That it will start with fresh gas in it. Right. Uh, uh, you're both okay. And you can, you can, I can, you spark. Can, okay. You can wave that five dollars if you buy me like a burrito or something. <laughs> Cost more than five dollars. Oh, all right. No, just get him a five dollar burrito. <laughs> yeah, five dollars. Thank you later. All right, so uh, I, I get to do the starting though. All right, sure. You ding dongs can't you, do you it. You're gonna sabotage laugh. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on your team, so I'm gonna okay. point and laugh with you. Yeah. So we all can right, do this right so, after the podcast, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Doug, you're up. What'd you do today? Uh, well, recently You're the DRZ took a crap. Uh, it threw some bolts in the engine and mushed up the stator. So I did that today. I got a new stator and put those in and did the the uh, Loctite fix and all that. And then uh, I'm just gonna go online right now and post a pic- picture of you on Facebook right. being defeated. And the, at the same time, since I had everything apart, I reshimmed the valves and put them in spec. And uh, and I also put in a. Uh, FC, damn it. Hey, what did you do before you installed the carbs and buttoned up the bike? Oh, (laughs) thanks. Yeah, I I got hasty and and started it without any oil in it. (laughs) Just for a second Uh, or a minute. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) It was like like 20 seconds. Yeah, like something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I bought a flat slide carb and i got all excited and it was 450 dollars and i had the dude at uh key com or something like that uh you know jet it for me for 60 bucks i told him this is the pipe i'm running i took out the spark arrestor i have a yoshi full pipe and i'm at sea level california da 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 and he sent me the the carb jetted and and with the adapters and everything on it and i i put it in and it was uh really difficult to get it in actually but uh that's yeah, another story. Up, uh, taking off the rear subframe. Right. Yeah. You took off the oh, subframe. Right. Yeah, I had to swing shit. back the subframe because the the air filter, oh, right. the air filter um, rubber would not slip over because the adapter that he sent me was the same size. So I just yeah. trying to slip it over, and finally I had to pull it all the way out and just muscle it on there. I had to get the heat gun uh, to make it softer, more pliable, and that was Josh's idea. Thank yeah. you. Um, so they finally got it on there, and I was like, do not even touch it right now <laughs> until I get it all back together. So, um, uh, And then it actually started right up. After I got everything back together, it started right up. The idle was set. I, I, don't, I don't know how. Everything just was right. And so I got on it and took it out, and I'm just not impressed. Yeah. Uh, everybody said, the first thing you freaking do to a thumper is put a flat slide carb on it just because of the smooth throttle, the better power, you know, more high end. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't feel $500 worth of, of difference. Yeah. So, so it, something's really wrong or it's just, maybe I'm just not tuned in to the bike mm-hmm. as I think I am. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel as lurchy. It, it fa- kind of feels like a DR650 now. <laughs> I've been bitching about the DR650s because they feel kind of slow and sluggish so compared to the Supermoto. And that's just, uh, that's Could like. Could it be that it's, 
just not meeting your expectations. Right. Yeah. It doesn't feel so any like, better uh, yeah, so than my like, original Doesn't OEM feel $500 card. better. No. It feels $20 better? It feels, I don't know. 150 Does it feel better? Not really. <laughs> not really. So Wait like, a minute. Didn't you say you don't need a choke now? Well, mm. I don't know. I haven't, I've only ridden it once. Okay. But, so, you know, maybe, maybe it'll grow on me. I, I don't know. It just doesn't. Maybe I'm not riding it to where that difference would come in. I don't know. Mm. What but card did you pull out? I guess I got way too excited and, and believed all that the hype, the hype too much. Hmm. So, so you're, like, you're like the old dirty bastard, though, baby. You like it raw. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Um, it sounds cooler. Yeah. <laughs> it hmm. sounds cooler. You can ride my XR a few times if you want. Yeah, thanks. Hey, I wasn't it, expecting it to be like your XR because it's I not. Know. But it's just I know. at least it's back together. It's back yeah. together now. Yay. But it, it's it's you feels like a it's fucking whole seven eight hours today, dude. Yeah. That's like mechanic shit. It right feels there. like it's running hotter too. I'm actually seeing overflow in the reservoir, so yeah. I don't know. M- maybe he the guy didn't jet it right or something. I'm not sure. So he, if anybody has any suggestions or tips probably, or tricks or anything, email us and probably uh, jetted it for California. <laughs> Yeah, oh. dude, I sent him two emails saying this is the system I'm running and I, it's wide open. Yeah, like it make sure that you know you up the jet size. Yeah, because yeah, it's it wide a, open. Has a 160 main, which I think was for the open pipe. Yeah, maybe I'll throw the spark arrestor back in there and see how it feels. Because mm-hmm. I remember I took that out and it started running lean. So I don't know. It's kind of just frustrated. I figured mm. it would be, you know, a little more. Well, it could be worse. It could be not back together. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. At least it's together. It was a little anticlimactic for me. I'm sorry, bud. You, you, came, you came early and you were like jumping in, ready to go. Yeah, too. I was really excited. You know, like you finally a break, had a thing for a year and a half. I'm like, finally got a flat slide. Yeah. You know, I was going to join the cool kids club and, mm. and maybe I'm doing something wrong. I don't know. Email me. And, and, and Did you put it in backwards? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That upside would be down. funny. <laughs> upside down. <laughs> so, because apparently a bike can run. <laughs> yeah, it did. Carb. Yeah, the XL 175 <laughs> did run. For those of you who didn't catch that story, it was installed. I had nothing to do with that. For the record, uh, Douglas had nothing to do with that. Oh. Hmm. <gasps> All right. So, are you done? Anything else um, about well, today? What else happened today? Um, no. The parking lot was utterly packed with motorcycles. Yeah, it was, oh. and there was lots of mini bikes going yeah. around, zipping around. Oh it was yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. Cool. I didn't Mason say... was doing wheelies on your mini bike. Uh. <laughs> he had the biggest grit on his face. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was the greatest thing. I want to say Evan came by. Uh, it's his mm-hmm. second time here, and the first time he came by for a short visit. And I think people get scared when they come here and <laughs> see this group of misfits. So uh, Evan he, came by. Did he come by with his with his buddy? Is that the dude or? Oh, no, no, there no, was no. like right? there was two two uh, duos of dudes that came yeah, by. Rock and roll dudes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It was like <laughs> when did Mitch and freaking... Matt? Oh yeah, the, Mitch the and Matt. Mitch and yeah. Matt, the tall but, uh, surfer guy or surfer. So Evan, I tried to make battle of the bands in town or something. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make Evan feel comfortable by making him put on gear and then sticking him on a milk crate and dragging him around the parking lot on the Trail 70. Oh, he's the one with the Nighthawk, correct? That was in... Uh, yeah, he's yeah. got a Nighthawk that isn't running and he's having trouble getting yeah. the shop to fix it because yeah. he took it to a shop that works on Harleys. His, yeah. his situation is where he, he dropped his bike off to a shop and they closed down for a while, sold it, and then they have new owners in and now he, he never got a written invoice or anything, so that's kind of where he's at. Hmm. So he could have the upper hand if he played his cards right here. 
Um, but what he's got to do is go in there with a strong tone and and presence and just kind of demand his bike back and say, I'll, you know, I'll give you whatever I owe you for the new battery, and that that's it. Because I don't know what you guys did, yeah, or what you the previous people did. Do you have service records? Yeah, yeah they don't really have anything. Hmm. It sounds kind of hemajang. So, yeah, it sounds like extortion. So. Maybe, yeah, but we'll, we'll see. Maybe they're just going to be like, "Here's your bike." Uh, who knows? I yeah. just so I just tried to light a fire in him by yeah, gearing him up and dragging him on the milk crate, and then throwing him on the XL175 and sending him down the street. Which, and I'm kind of shocked when people say that they've taken the MSF class, and in this case, he isn't he even has a license. It's from another state, but he got issued a license, but then never got a bike. He was very sketchy, just getting a bike in a first gear and going down the street. Well, if you don't hmm. use it, you lose and it, And so I'm yeah, kind of... Set, you know? Like, they let people get a license with this degree of insecurity? It was a little wobbly on the XL175 coming in. Very wobbly. <laughs> yeah. So I had to start from, here's the clutch, here's, you know, like, here's the brake, like, do this, do that. Yeah. Um, well, there's people screaming outside. Oh, that's <laughs> is, there a is there a basketball game? Um, is there a sports ball going so on? So, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. When people <laughs> say the MSF, they took, you know, they have a license and they took the MSF, I kind of expect that they have familiarity with a motorcycle. And that you then have to learn each bike is a little bit different. But we get people come here who it's basically like, you have to teach them from point A how to ride. Well, I mean, it's also only after you've been on several bikes that you realize that all bikes are mostly the same. You know? Yeah. So when you're first getting on something that's completely different, like, yeah, you go, you know, you don't have that inbuilt training, so you go back to newbie panic mode of like, I don't know where everything is. Right. right. So I think he had fun. I'm not sure because yeah, I don't let memory. I don't let just people come and linger in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throw them in a track Either grab a wrench or grab a helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, not motorcycle related, but just cool, is that Michael brought his little drone thingy. Oh, yeah. Can you explain that? Because it was doing things I don't know how it's possible. Well, what do you mean? That it's a quadcopter and there's there's four blades and they two on the right spin they they spin in towards each other to throw off the centrifugal force so as it tumbles mm-hmm. right it one tumbles. side spins faster and then turns it upside down and then but it can tumble forward to back yeah. or left then, side to side exactly so they're all in, they're all working independently so if the two rears go faster yeah. than the fronts it's gonna flip that so way. this little quadcopter would shoot up like a rocket really fast high into the sky and then start just tumbling and flipping and rolling and yeah, it's a lot it's of crashing really cool. practice uh, yeah little, yeah um did he have the glasses with him or? no no he didn't use the glasses today okay but apparently glasses, he got what? our hill climb adventure on video with the drone so nice. as soon as he edits that he's gonna post it up and you can see my my oh he had a GoPro my temper tantrum up on yeah. the that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, he had his goggles on, and he had the GoPro mounted, and he had the... He had the Oculus Rift thing? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. He was following us up the the hill. Yeah, pretty much uh, Michael does the piloting, and Steph, if she's there, does the camera work. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, let's do some uh, Craigslist porn pick dueling. It's only dueling. Craigslist porn pick of the week. Prawn picks. So you found one, and I found one. It sounds, so be- it sounds better when Liza does it. Well, here it is. Can it be a dirt bike? Sure. Yes. Sure. Uh, 1995 Suzuki RM250 for five, 500 bucks. Is that's yeah? It's got to be green sticker. 
Uh, it doesn't say? say, but yeah, it, it doesn't be. say it's red sticker. Mm. Really? What's wrong barn. with it for five hundred dollars? Yeah. Um, it says it's a barn find that sat for four years, but he was able to just get it running. Needs tires. It sat for four years. It's not a barn find. The barn find by definition yeah, is like I don't know. Yeah, sitting <laughs> there in a barn and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, forgotten about yeah, the like, rubbers rotted off the tires. Of the yeah. yeah, exactly. Shed find. Shed, yeah. <laughs> Outhouse <laughs> find more like let me see. Let's check it out. Uh, oh I pressed something. How do I make uh, it the right ooh, side? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um okay. Nope, now what do I it's do? Just or slide. if you just go get a real phone. Not working. Oh wait. Okay. Oh, it's painted <laughs> black. Um, needs exhaust and tires mm. and other doodads. Other doodads. <laughs> so oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot about the doodads. There you <laughs> go. That there's the rub and other doodads. Mm. Technical terms, man. Technical. Uh, you don't need. You don't need doodads. <laughs> Let's see. Any. What is? It? How much does he want for it? Five hundred dollars. This is a Palmdale. Uh, I don't know. Needs exhaust tires and other dudes. Uh, he said, said it was. He said it was able to get it running. So I mean, th- there is hope there. Uh, it probably needs a uh, you know piston and a head. Um. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, it'd be worth five hundred bucks if you can talk them down to four. All right. So since this is dueling, porn picks. <laughs> I got one here. Let's you, see. You, you, came, oh, you, you came with a, a knife, dude. Not a, not a okay, guy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I found for $499 a Honda. Oh, geez. Mic down. Mic down. Can you fix that? There you go. Okay. This might be more complicated. You can do it, buddy. I have faith. Just shove it in there. There you go. Sounds good. Okay. So. For four hundred and ninety-nine dollars, I found a Honda NSR two hundred and fifty. An NSR two? How much? Four hundred and ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> what is it? Kidding me? <laughs> Do you know what an NSR two hundred and fifty uh, is? I saw it. It is a race bike. Is it plated? Oh. Um, it is a nineteen eighty-seven NSR two hundred and fifty sport bike. It is a. <laughs> West German crystal replica. Yeah. <laughs> Regular oh, price seven hundred dollars. Now you can have a crystal replica. Oh my God, Liza, this does not count. Yeah, one eight. It's one eight scale. It's listed in motorcycles for sale <laughs> in Washington D.C. Craigslist. Craigslist does not a define motorcycles. All right. Crystal <laughs> NSR two fifty for four hundred and ninety nine dollars. Hey, I'd it comes. It comes with a stand. This is this is uh, literally. A, a crystal fig- statue that you would put on like your office desk or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'd buy it just to this throw stupid. it. All right, so <laughs> uh, I think we have a winner. Yeah, oh, I think win by default. <laughs> yeah, what Thumbelina could ride that bike. What was the guy want for that? Four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Wow. Oh, jeez. Hey man, that's two hundred bucks that's off. Like, trade it, trade it for a carburetor. <laughs> but get out of here. Just <laughs> get out of the garage. <laughs> get out right now. <laughs> Oh, just proving my point. What you find on Craigslist. Yeah, oh, so, <laughs> Adrian, we got a couple listener emails we're going to cover. Yes, we did. Um, oh, yeah. We got the them. first one we got from Corey. Hi, Corey. Um, he's saying, great podcast. I listen to you guys every day at work. Um, and his main um, two things were to talk about um, 
his bike. He's got a 1976 CB750A. Um, automatic CB. Yes, the automatic. Um, it's fun to sell the ride, and he's planning to do a big cross-country trip next season. That's true. You actually live where there, there's actually weather. Um, and thanks for the laughs. Keep up the um, awesome podcasts. For my future sick-ass Jixer rider. <laughs> With an A-H. <laughs> yes. I so. told him that takes balls to go cross-country on an old bike. Yeah. That's cool. Bring, um, bring a substantial toolkit with you. Yeah. Or a, a spare bike. <laughs> or a helicopter escort service, maybe. <laughs> yes. Well, cool. Thanks for writing in. Yeah. So he wrote in, um, but his main questions were... Um, oh, or he actually had a question that have he, and he sent off a link to this um, crashtoys.com about if we've ever thought about getting um, some of the auction sites so we buy crashed bikes, bid on them, and you know put what work needs to go into them and then resell them. What, can you list that website again? Sure. It's uh, www.crashtoys.com. So people can go on there and get their opinion. Um We'll share our opinion. I looked at it. It's mostly like higher-end sport bikes and Harleys, with the exception of some oddities or older bikes. But basically bikes that are in like the $10,000 range that have repairs that are seven to $10,000. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you guys think of this? Would you buy something on here? And let's put it this way. For you or for somebody who we're recommending, somebody who's like us, who likes to tinker, would you recommend this? I wouldn't do it unless I was there looking at the bike yeah, to see if the forks sure. wadded or bent to shit. Yeah. Because it'll look great in the picture, even if you know a thrash bike sometimes could look horrible you, or is actually horrible. Well, do you have to buy from the website or do you actually go to a place it's, to look at it and pay them there? It's in one state. It's in yeah, uh, don't remember which Ohio state or Nebraska oh, well, or That something. doesn't really work for and us here on the West it. Coast. It's, just, yeah. it's an auction house. Yeah. And there's like 200 and something bikes in the, currently in auctions. They do them in batches. Yeah. Um, like insurance like kind of thing. Yeah, right? it's insurance buys. It yeah. sounds like, you know, if, if you've got a business and you've got some capital and you want to invest in this, then sure, go for it. But for like our group yeah. here, we're broke. Yeah, I can well, see... Um, mechanics doing this to have a small used bike business with them yeah um in fact i know people have gone their race bikes this way um one of our club members you know got invited to one of the dealer auctions and bought his sv that way but got it insanely cheap but then he had to dump a whole bunch of parts into it and, the and rest. on a race bike you're going to do that you're going to be yeah. swapping parts out that's great um if you are partying bikes out for an ebay business or something like that then this is i think this is a good opportunity um, for the person who has a garage and maybe one or two other bikes and they're looking for a project, I want to do it. Um, there's yeah, for, where are they, what's the going best case scenario, best case thing. scenario to get a deal. You're not going to replace all the plastics. It's too expensive. That's why it's on auction yeah. Yeah. unless you have access to other parts. So you have another crash bike already. Um, but you would be building a rat bike or a street fighter. Yep. Um, and it, and even or then it's bike, going to be a gamble. Because you don't really know, is that frame bent? Are the forks yeah, I mean, bent? Yeah, a lot sight, of sight unseen. I don't know. Are really the, expensive. What, yeah, what are they asking for for these bikes though? Like, well, it's an auction, so we we can't see what they have sold for. But some of them. So there's a Ducati. A four eight was what like four thousand or something up like to that? four grand. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, two days remaining, I think. Yeah, estimated value was eight or nine on it. Yeah. Repair work was like ten or something like that. Um, 
Did they, yeah. Did they indicate if the engine was turning at all? They do. They yeah. indicate. There's a lot of pictures, and they indicate if it has a key, mm. if it has, uh, if, if it if runs, the if it runs. drives. Yeah. Um, and they do list pretty much. How does that work with emissions in California, though? Um, it's going to have X bikes. Well, the other thing to keep in Assume mind, too, and I went through this with. Not always. I saw a couple really? that were like, you know, 1,500 miles. Oh, wow. So. I went Shit. through it with the XL175. You have to pay an impact fee for bringing a salvage title into the system. That's oh. another couple hundred dollars. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say for like the type of people who are our listeners, who are people like us, who have basic wrenching skills, but not you know are not professional mechanics, I would say don't do it. I mean, look at uh, Flip Flop. He's done it a couple times, and each time I don't. I wouldn't <laughs> say that he won. Yeah, it hasn't worked out in his deal. favor. So, yeah, so that's our take on it. I would avoid it unless you really, really know what you're doing. What was I'm the sure second email? I'm sure great for a lot of people, but just not, not what we do here. Yeah. Um, so the second one was from Michael Montiel. Uh, sorry, Corey, I didn't want to make an attempt and really insult you with mispronouncing your last name. Um, so, hello, I love the show and listen faithfully. Yay. All right. Um, he's got a Thank 96 you. Honda Magna 750 CC. V4 and have a couple of questions um, his main f- first question is about torque um, he mentions oil specifically and oil filter and plugs but it's just a general thing about torque mm-hmm. do you have to religiously follow torque specs or can you fudge it a little bit uh, on engine components I always do I always do with engine components anything that makes the thing go and prevent it from ex- rapidly uh What's that term? Grenade. <laughs> rapid disassemble. Unplanned rapid disassemble. <laughs> I like that. Those guys in rocketry terms. Uh, <laughs> torque specs for sure. Okay. For sure. So I can understand internal engine components. Yeah. but Brake levers, shit like that, good and tight. Yeah. Do, your yeah. rear axle. Do you rear torque axle? it to 70? No. I don't. I Actually, that's one of the things I don't yep. do. Okay. Your oil filter. Uh, hand tight and quarter more. Okay. Yeah. Um, engine oil plug. Yeah, until the crush washer crushes. Yeah, yeah. typically 12 foot pounds. Okay, so it seems a, mostly a fudge thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but stuff like I, I didn't uh, torque the, the cam uh, bolts down. I just kind of fudged it today. Should okay. be okay. I use the. Uh, but the, like the, the stator bolts, I actually torque them to, to spec because mm-hmm. you know, it's important. Because that stuff actually fun. moves. Um, the the top of the cams they, they don't move they just hold the, the cams in so and if it's a moving part I would say absolutely yes and you might as well since you're in there you might as well do it right um, just get a, a, a manual it's thirty bucks it'll give you yeah. all the torque specs even if you you know if you don't have a manual you should be able to get yeah, it online. and if you're servicing known components a lot of the times these values are on the internet like yeah you know, yeah um, can so caps or whatever or on forums yeah yeah because um, I mean we do get some other people have commented like no no the specs are there for a reason so oh, the metal of the bolts will expand a certain amount and hold so much that that particular torque the yeah. engineers put a lot into it um, my suggestion is that yes internals you always do yeah I spec. agree I always do um, externals for newer wrenchers do it to spec yeah. um, that way you learn by the feel of your hand, what 10 pounds is, what's 20 pounds. And only after you've learned what the spec is, do you start fudging it. Yeah. Don't 
never pick up a wrench beforehand and go, oh, yeah, that's tight enough. Yeah, that's a good point. Learn understand. what's close well, to spec so you can be within a range of it. I want to point out, so there's kind of like the recycle way, the way we do things here, which is a lot of times, ah, close enough, <laughs> you know. But then I also sent this email to R1 Rich to get his opinion because he's a mechanic and he's very well, much I, into yeah. specifics. We all know what he's going to say. So he said there's a reason that the engineers came up with these torque specs. If it's not, let's say, on your drain plug, if it's not tight enough, it can come loose and if it's too tight you can pop the threads or get it stuck so there's it's very important um same thing with uh, you know everything else he, he's like it's they spent a lot of time to come up with that always follow it so i if it's a high-end sport bike i'm not wrenching it, on it yeah i send it to rich because he does that kind of stuff right, yep. when it's our you know, jankier bikes. Dirt, eh. Janky old dirt bikes and just throw it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good enough. So so then he, you want to take yep. the next one? So he's, he's got, got another, points. he's got a couple questions, um, which is really good fodder actually. Um, there's, he's on the Magna forums and there's some talk about using a very specific automotive oil filters instead of the OEM Honda ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, claiming superior filtering, the threads are working, the um, bypass valves are all the same. It you know, looks like almost identical part. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's wondering if it's anybody heard of using automotive parts like this inside of um, bikes. From what I understand, if you could cross-reference part numbers, a lot of the times it's just the same oil filter or component through different kinds of motors. Yeah. And you could totally do that if, you, if you're able to fish out the actual part number. Does he say what the advantage is to using this um, other than a... cost, right? It's usually... that's Well, let's say they have superior filtering, much better than standard motorcycle filters for the Magna, uh, but same thread, diameter, bypass valve pressure. Again, if it's a newer sport bike, sure. If it's a 90s, you know, cruiser Honda bike, uh, superior oil filtration, not really that important yeah you're probably better off stick with whatever's cheap yeah and i'm on the page where if it is readily available at our shop that's open on sunday Mm -hmm. when the motorcycle shops are closed right and it's two bucks cheaper like i i use my i use car oil in a lot of the bikes here right which you're not supposed to but it's so much cheaper and i don't care about those bikes right and you know yeah, these older bikes especially when you're affected by you know you might have to just drain it the next time you work on it anyway yeah yeah so uh, but okay so rich's response to that well just let me say real quick in in regard to that oil filter you're probably better off using good oil oil as opposed to just using that awesome exactly yeah spend your money on the oil instead of the filter yeah so rich's response is uh why risk engine failure if you're too cheap to invest in quality and correct maintenance parts so Rich takes this very seriously. Yeah. That's why I thought this yes. is, we cover it. There's the recycle way and there's Rich's way. We're really covering all ground here. Yep. Somewhere in the middle the lies the truth. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the middle lies the truth. <laughs> all right, so in the last part. Okay, and the last one. Um, so he's saying, wouldn't have to uh, replace the uh, regulator <laughs> rectifier. <laughs> no. Regulator rectum fryer. Rectum. <laughs> Yeah. goodness. So yes. So you've had a Honda before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of talk on the forums about upgrading from factory OEMs. Mm. Um, he mentioned some specific: the MOSFET R and R, the Shingdaren uh, MOSFET R and R. It's oversized. Uh, can do up to 50 amps. Huge operates cooler. Fins, yeah. um, is it safe to run an oversized, larger R and R? Is it safe to? And the core of the question is: Is it safe to upgrade older tech? In a bike, sure. If it's compatible, sure. Yeah. 
that's what I got on my Superhawk. I went through two OEM RRs and then got a MOSFET, and again, MOSFET one from eBay for like 220 something bucks or something, or 200 bucks, 150. I don't know, something like that. But hasn't given me any problems. Yep. And it's been going for like 50k miles, and all my components are electrical are fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, as yeah. long as it's compatible. Make sure you just use the right gauge wire. That's because you know yeah. your stator output. That's what sure you guys want. Proper wire, and especially because a lot of the bikes um, are known for certain issues, like yeah. Hondas. Hondas, especially mid 80s, 90s, cannot do R and Rs to save their life. Yeah. They're, they're small, they're tiny, there's no cooling fins on there, and, and all that energy is just shunted to ground. And yeah, it just yeah melts. this thing's smaller than a cigarette box or a, a pack of, as big as a pack of matches, just with 200 watts going into it. And it's like, what else is it going to do, you know? Yeah. So, of course, Rich's response is, unless there's a design issue or problem with the OEM part, then why change? Because um, the OEM part sucks. <laughs> so he's got a point there. I wanted to point out, though, I get this because we're always searching for parts and let's say the OEM replacement is $600 and a used eBay one is 400 and then there's a Chinese knockoff for 200 That's pushing it. Mm-hmm. Buy cheap and buy twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm, so what do you do? Yeah, if it's on a performance bike, I have a whole different set of standards. Yeah, okay, let's just talk regular bikes because yes, performance race bikes are their own class of things. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do treat my versus different from the others. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I do. I'm not the mechanic on that bike. Um, but if it's on a rat bike or just a fun bike, then I'm going with the Chinese one. I'm going to try it because yeah. my point is with used stuff. You never know how much life is left in it. True. Or if they sold it because it broke in the first place, and you don't know if you're getting a good one or a bad one, like a reg rack, like you could buy a used one on eBay for 80 bucks. You don't know if it's even working. It could be this in the same state as the one you took off your bike. Right. Yeah. Which is why I feel like r and is a crapshoot. Right. It could be producing right some energy, but yeah. not as much as it would yeah. be new, and maybe now, that's why they sold it, because they upgraded. Who knows? If yeah. a used one and a cheap knockoff are the same price, I'd probably go with used. A new, well, it depends. A new cheap depends. one, or like yeah. a... I don't yeah, know. it just depends. I kind of wish I would have done that with the CB400. I, I bought a used reg rack um, for like 80 bucks on, on eBay, and then they had the new ones... Uh, like, uh, oh, you mean ignition module, right? Or is it no? It's a reg rack. Oh wow! I wish I would have bought the 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 used cheap one. I'm sorry, the new the new cheaper one instead of the a used one. So. Hmm. Yeah. So I think was that he. Uh, um. So yeah, he just wanted to thank us for our input and yeah. advice. So. I I was actually very tickled that he sent us this email. Like, do you not listen to us? We do not deal with um, high-end stuff like this. I appreciate that you tried. The point, though, is that we do have a lot of resources, and that's why I sent it to Rich, because uh, that's what our garage is about. It's community, and we have different people to call on for different things. There's always somebody we can go to who knows more than us. Um so I don't know if that's helpful to you or not. Uh, yeah, I mean, my recommendation is upgrade the tech, um, especially with known vehicle problems like R&Rs, um, because they are built to the absolute cheapest spec they can. Not, I mean, sorry, the that noise spend, was annoying. So sorry. They spend, their time, they spend a lot of their energy <laughs> getting it to just the right threshold for the right th- just the right price point. 
Yeah. You know, as we found with like like my terror, etc. It's like they don't cut corners; they just make the corners as close as they can. <laughs> so, well, and for the point too on uh, this uh, dirt bike that you're fixing up, and I, I think the dirt bike is a performance bike, and that's why I was like, yeah, we should get <laughs> what? Which bike are you talking about? The uh, the one, the, the blue, blue one. one, the WR. Oh, the YZ250. No, the YZ. Yeah. Okay. That's a situation where okay, go OEM. I'm not going to try and look yeah. for the deal. Not don't buy a used one. It's a perf- I consider that a performance yeah. bike. Get the better parts because especially when it's in the engine. Yeah, two hundred dollars worth of bearings. Are you kidding me? I yeah. don't understand why everything is so expensive. Like crank on bearings that. are fifty bucks a piece. It's ridiculous. I. The, well, but the bearings on like the CB750 are like $8 each. We really need to put knobbies on the CB750. <laughs> Just use that. <laughs> I can get a couple engines in the side room spare for 50 bucks each. There we go. Let's do that. Sure. Go for it. That'll be so much fun. <laughs> Take that on the motocross <laughs> track <laughs> and you'll be great. They have you'll have the most exotic sounding dirt bike out there. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be pulling triples with it. CB seven fifty's got Ducati exhaust, yeah. So I just wanna throw something out. This is just early in the stages, but I just wanna light I'm trying to light a little fire here. Um Are you trying to burn down the garage again? No, not again. <laughs> um I want to I think we should all buy little bikes and prep them for racing and host our own race here uh, under 200 cc like the lake erie loop that they talk about on the cleveland moto podcast but they have to be street legal they have to be street legal under 200 cc lake erie loop though it's like what 650 miles something and like that takes yeah. 12 hours you have to go through Canada. No, yeah, no not here yeah. i ain't doing that on a- no but i'm thinking something maybe like through 200 250 miles on under 200 cc bikes we host it here out of santa cruz we've got amazing roads we can come up in the route yeah you know what Dude, and it'd be fun for us all to get little dirt bike little not dirt bikes little race bikes that are cheap and fun 200 miles through the santa cruz mountains on a 150 cc or less is like an endurance race <laughs> yes it's it's kind of brutal. maybe 50 miles <laughs> no, but no I'm, I'm, I'm we'll start with we like totally 50 do it. we should and then, totally do it it's gonna be it's gonna take all day to do 50 miles on a 200 uh, so i'm gonna be getting on everyone i want everyone to find some little bikes i got the xl 175 i'm good <laughs> yeah it's easy it's easy for you to start this race yeah. yeah um i think it would be super fun to get little bikes fixed up and no one around here is doing a small bike race like that that is sort of an endurance well, thing think- and, and this is the point they make at the lake erie loop they say the reason that we limited it to 200 is it's a race but no one's speeding you can safely go out there on the roads and have a race and not endanger any yeah. lives no we're gonna get a lot of scooters entering. yeah scooters are eligible jake's moped would be eligible She'd okay. have to stay in the bike lane. <laughs> <laughs> so 200 cc's, do they have to be four-stroke? No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can see the grin coming on my face. Yeah. Now. yeah. Can that bike make it uh, 250 miles? Yep. I can okay. carry gas. What What bike? Any, any, whatever bike you're thinking of. I'm going to go visit to our club mate, two-stroke. All right. I, I don't know. What He's is got it? the Apria um, 200, oh, what was it? One seventy-five. Oh, think. that that thing the, in his garage. Yeah, the race fairing. Yeah. Is on it. The RS one seventy-five. Oh. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think oh, so. Geez. Nice with a street plate. 
Oh, oh you're I know, me, dude. This, this guy has, it. This guy's oh, got some cool shoot. toys. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Well, I think let's rally our our friends and let's see if we can get at least like ten ten people together between like Bagel and his scooters and mm-hmm. and, and and different crowds here. Yeah, this is the scooters are going to take over this thing. You know that, right? Let's see if we can Bagel's set up around. Bagel's and have fun. part of a scooter club in in Los Gatos, and he's going to get like fifty freaking scooters out here and they're, they're gonna wail on us because the scooters are, are way better for doing this than <laughs> than the xl 175 yeah I, I i will be in a grave before i buy a scooter line i'll get a stretched ruckus how mad if we i'll say... get a busa and take out all except for one of the plugs <laughs> what if um, we I do still over what, yeah. if... <laughs> what if we do like the dirt bag challenge that you have to have a maximum amount you can spend Ooh. No stretch truckers. <laughs> you're going uh, to be hiring a lot of chase trucks, that's for sure. Yeah. No, they're small. They can all fit in one. I know. <laughs> we'll just bring the fan. We'll just carry them over. Anyway, I mean, we've never put together something like this. It sounds like a lot of fun. I would love to it do that. It sounds like there's a lot of it. logistics we need to work out. Yeah. That's why this is the early stages. I'm throwing it out. But Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> let's start uh, playing with that. Yeah, we're fully behind you. Encouraging we'll fully you off, pushing you <laughs> Also, let's announce uh, next weekend the shop won't be open because... Is that next weekend already? Yes. Yeah, it's next weekend. The 25th. 4th. 24th. We're going to be going to Hollister yep. for a dirty Sunday. dirt bags, getting dirty in the dirt day so, trip. If you're Sunday, in Northern Sunday, California, Sunday. Northern Californians, if you would like to come join the Misfits, we'll be at Hollister. Yep. Hollister also, Hills SVRA. Yep. At the um, Deus area, which is by the Vintage Track right at the beginning. Uh... Look for the mist. Yeah, you'll see this. Don't worry. There's look, not going to be a lot of people. Yeah, there. Jeep and a banana truck. Um, <laughs> yeah. We actually dirt biked for free the other day. How we so? rolled through and then there was just nobody there. So okay. they had a sign up by the booth that said the, the ranger will come visit you. Nobody ever did. So we had like three, three or four vehicles in there and nobody ever came by. So we didn't pay <laughs> anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, we don't anticipate a large crowd there. It is incredibly dusty and warm, and it was actually not that hot. Really? Yeah, it was actually enjoyable. It was like perfect out. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, was, uh, this Sunday, twenty fourth. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Expect so some really powdery stuff. Hmm. Like skiing. Yeah, it was really powdery. <laughs> but yeah, dusty. it'd be nice if uh, people want to come down and join us. Do so. Holla at your boy. So I think that's it. Um, Megan, how do they reach us? <laughs> they can reach us at <laughs> Recycle Motorcycle Garage at gmail.com. <laughs> and <laughs> visit our website at motorcyclesmisfits.com. <laughs> She's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so my couch is open for you this evening. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep next to the mailbox tonight. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Yeah. What's the other one? The Gmail address? <laughs> anyway. Rate us and like us on iTunes. <laughs> like us on iTunes. Check out our YouTube page. Facebook.com slash motorcycles and no. No, recycle, recycle Santa Cruz. I don't know. We have so many freaking websites with different names. Motorcycles and misfits.com. Yep. Yeah, that'll be all the links are that's there. the hub. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So again, thanks for everyone who did send us emails. We appreciate that. If you would like to send us emails, we do read them, we do think about them and talk about them. Buy our swag. Do we have swag to sell? I have a couple t shirts left and then uh, I'll be doing a new run soon. 
New designs. New designs. That's it. But that's it. Thank you for listening. We are out. This yeah. is Liza. This is Doug. Adrian. Zach. Josh. Okay, hold on. Knock. No, Sorry. come on. Zach. This, this is Knock. That was very good. Thank you. You're welcome. It hurts him to say it like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we out. Cool, cool.